0: Hello and welcome to the Patterson Perspective. I'm Noah and I'm Levi. and today we are going to talk about singleness. This is an episode that I'm, I'm really excited for. Um, yeah, yes, I think it's going to be good. I've wanted to talk about it for a while, especially because we're both single that's, especially since we're both single. <laughs> um, yeah, Levi, tell
1: us what do you like?? <laughs> Like R.C. Sproul. Have I already said R.C. Sproul? I think you have. Oh man, I like C.S. Lewis then. <laughs> okay, C.S. Lewis is a great, great dude. I am in Lewis House in my school. Uh, we have a house. You're system. the president. We have a house system like Harry Potter. Yeah, I'm. Of, or it's head called of, head of house. Head of house. Okay. Yeah, I'm head, head of, of the Lewis house Lewis House. So yeah. Yeah. But, well, that's yeah, that's legit. That's what I like. Thanks, man. That's
0: pretty cool. Well, today we are joined by Matt Moore, podcaster and student, and realtor, and a bunch of other things. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, tell us Uh, a little bit about yourself.
2: um, I'm a student, a realtor, (laughs) (laughs) a podcaster, and a bunch of other things. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm 31, I live in the Twin Cities, Uh, that's how I met you, Noah, and... I actually go to the same school that Levi goes to, but we don't have, um, like, Harry Potter-like houses <laughs> in, our, in our program because <laughs> we're old. <laughs> 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 do you know if the MDiv program has those? Like, do they have the, is this Or is it strictly, like, just the undergrad
1: college? It's just the undergrad college. yeah uh. <laughs> I'm gonna ask. I mean, do you ha do you know uh Kramer, Lance Kramer? Yep, yep, yeah, he's done a few guest uh lectures.
2: Okay. He's like obsessed with Harry Potter. So oh, I could wow. see him really like yeah, I mean uh, he's he's my professor for like three of my classes. I'm gonna ask him about that on Tuesday. I'm okay. gonna ask him why oh, we don't have that. <laughs> <Sounds good. laughs>
0: uh, well there's probably not as many of you guys in in that, is there?
2: Oh no, yeah, there's like um I'm in, like, I'm a first year, so there's, I think there's, like, 15 of us, and then um, the, the next year, it's only in a two-year program, so the second year is about, they're about the same size as us, so it's not very big.
0: Okay. Sweet. Well, let's dive in. Um, feel free to interrupt us if we ever talk too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Will do. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> So yeah, single. Let's start with single stereotypes. I think there's there's a lot of these, and, and Matt, I really, I really want to get your your input on on all of this because Matt is married, um, so he's he's not single. He's lived the single <laughs> life for what, like ten ish years of your adult life, something like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, I didn't get married until I was thirty.
0: Okay, so yeah,
1: oh, so and really? now he's married, so. Uh, you've been married for about a year then, huh?
2: Yeah, about a year and a half.
1: Oh, well, congratulations.
2: Thank you.
0: Sweet. So I think Matt's input is going to be good, because I think as we talk about uh, singleness, you know, we can easily talk about this from uh, a single, you know, we're both single, um, but I think it's important to include people who are married but have experience being single in this conversation. Otherwise, we're just kind of ranting about other people being married.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, let let's let's dive in. Single stereotypes. I think, Levi, what do you think are some single stereotypes that are maybe unhelpful or true or maybe yeah. not true?
1: I know one that is common, and even like this is something that I've fallen into myself, thinking that you can't fully reach your uh, potential of glorifying God Mm. until you're married. Like thinking like, oh, like right now I'm in this state of like singleness and I can glorify God to a certain extent. But like I can't glorify him fully or like fully understand him until I'm married. Um, Mm -hmm. That's something, that's like a danger I think a lot of single people fall into, uh, especially at my school. Um, And I know I've fallen into that as well. But I think that that's the most common one I've experienced. Yeah. And instead, yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, if that's if that's true, what do you make of Paul? What do you make of Jesus? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like they they kind of sucked
1: because they weren't married. <laughs> you know. Yo, that's like, a, that's it's a just good point. A, yeah, it's ridi-
2: It's just a ridiculous uh, yeah stereotype. That's exactly
0: what it is. Yeah. I don't normally think of that. I normally think of Paul being single, but I don't normally think of Jesus as an example in the Bible of someone who was single.
2: Yeah. He t- well, he totally was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. I normally. I'm with you. I normally think, I mean, cause there's, so, there's nuances, you know, to like being God yeah. <laughs> in the, in the flesh. Uh, but Paul was just, you know, a hundred percent human. and. And I think he said. Um, I think he mentioned in one of his letters that you know Barnabas also was unmarried. Um, so it's okay. like these dudes, you know, maximize their life. That's really an understatement.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: to the glory of God, as single men.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, there's the famous passage for single people. I forget where it was now, uh, where Paul says he wishes that everyone was single. And I think that is sometimes taken out of context a bit too much. Um, but, yeah, it's there. There's, there's value in being single. And I think it's important to, uh, like, a lot of people will say, a lot of married people will say to someone, like, oh, yeah, like, there's someone out there for you. Just keep looking. And I just feel like that's not really helpful. Like, and it's kind of, like, just passive, like a passive thing to say to someone who is struggling because singleness is often a struggle most single Mm -hmm. people want to be married i think
1: yeah
0: and i've found when people say that to me it's kind of just like they're brushing it off and not necessarily that that's their intention but that's how it comes across i feel like people should be helping you like hey here's this app that you know worked for me or my friends Found someone on it, or here's you know the, here's my friend who's single, and you're single like do you I do they they set up you up with someone <laughs> like, that's way better like there's nothing
1: wrong with trying to set up your friends or but even just like um even just like encouraging them be like to just trust in god in that mm. in that circumstance, and like always because like for me, I always have to remind myself like. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm still young. Only Only 20. Only 20. Yeah. How, how old are, how old are you, Levi? I turned 21 a month from yesterday, so. Okay. Okay, cool. But, um, I know, like, it's always, I always have to remind myself that, um, to just, uh, take joy and delight in God right now as a single person, because it's really easy to, uh, get down on myself and just, like, Be like, Levi, why are you dragging your feet? You're almost 21. Your parents are married by the age of 19. (laughs) (laughs) Your older brothers were both married by this age, pretty much. Um, Like, yeah, it's just really easy to get down on myself and think that I'm just wasting time. But then I always have to remember God has me in this spot in this life for a reason. Uh, He has me single for a reason right now. And um, he has a perfect will that will work for his glory. And so right
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean that, that's a really good point I think that encouraging you know as you said there's a lot of people that are single that actually want to be married it's just not um, doesn't seem like there's much traction in their life like at this point towards that
1: mm-hmm. and I
2: think I think a great way for um, people who are married or older single people really anybody in the church like seeking to encourage younger guys, um, and women who are like waiting is, well, you know, like that the Lord is in control. He's in control of, mm-hmm. a, of every single person of the opposite sex that crosses your path, you know, like mm-hmm. he's completely able to, uh, connect you with the person that he wants you to marry.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: if that, if that's not happening, like right at this moment, like, well, what, what does the Lord have for you to do right now. Like, what what are you not putting your hands to because you're worrying about being married? You know, like what what gifts do you have now that you could be stewarding better? You know, mm. or maximizing more, mm. but you're not because you're so anxious about like the next season. You know, or knowing mm. when it's going to be or whatever. I just I think mm-hmm. really helping people to focus in on the the present moment. You know, and what they can do that to the glory of God. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think that's really important. Like, yeah, because there's, there's a lot of value, or not necessarily value. That's the wrong word. There's a lot of uh, push to gain more value
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you uh, when you get married. So, you know, like Levi was saying earlier, there's there's a, there's this push. You get married, then you gain value, then you're closer to Christ.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, mm-hmm. Instead of focusing on, well, how can I serve God now?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I really, I really reject. That belief that you gain any value from getting married—it's not like getting married makes you a better person in
1: itself. Um, yeah, I think that. I think that. So I, I'm a big believer in thinking that there are certain things that can draw you closer to God in being single that you can't experience when you're married, and there are certain things in marriage that draw draw you closer to God in other ways that you can't experience in singleness. Right. Um, and it's not like I've experienced in marriage so marriages. <laughs> But, um, but it's like, so, I mean, when you have a wife, she can point out flaws in you. She right. can uh, help point you towards Christ and build you up. Which is super um, great. And, but then also at the same time, uh, if and I imagine, I imagine living with somebody who's a sinner also helps build a lot of patience. <laughs> but, yeah. um, at the same time, when you're single, you have more time, like Paul says, you have more time to devote to, uh, missions and ministry and, um yeah just time just with God Mm -hmm.
2: yeah I mean I that's what I've experienced in my own life is I think that there are pros and and well let's say this there are advantages to being single and there are also um I wouldn't say disadvantages but um Difficulties, mm-hmm. special difficulties mm-hmm, yeah. in being single, and then on the flip side of marriage, there are advantages. Advantages in marriage, and then there are also difficulties in marriage. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the whole the whole idea that if you get married, you kind of graduate to this next level of um, I don't know if I'd say spirituality, but kind of like you graduate to this next level of community within the church, to where now you're stepping beyond. Like, you're no longer, like, a kid. You're no longer, like, a single guy or girl, you know, among the marrieds, mm-hmm. you know, and among the among the families who are mature. And, I mean, quite honestly, when my wife and I got together, even when we started dating, like, I'm pretty sure that my, like, personal pursuit of God um, through, like, just habits of grace, like reading the Bible every day and prayer and things like that, kind of took a blow yeah (laughs) because because before is like well like i had you know i just didn't she was just a welcome distraction you know (laughs) (laughs) and it's like oh cool now i have somebody to like hang out with and talk to so i'm not Mm alone quite as much you know and i don't um like when you're single like if you have any types of, like, anxieties or depressions, they, de- they tend to be amplified, you know, mm. because you're by yourself and you're in your head a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, those are kind of the things that drove me to the Lord when I was single. And, you know, I'm, don't get me wrong, like, I'm not complaining. Like, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm, glad, I'm glad the <laughs> dial on those has been turned down. But I've had to, like, learn to, like, relate to the Lord in a way um, that's not driven by, you know, um, like desperation almost. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, like this is good. I do have like this gift in my life of like another person, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But God, God is far superior to her, yeah. and I need to learn how to, um, you know, from a place of increased comfort in some ways like seek the Lord with my whole heart and that could be
0: hard Mm -hmm. yeah I want to that's all really good I want to talk a little bit about like what would you because most of our listeners are are single Mm -hmm. some of them are young married people um that's the the majority of them but yeah because I know you you did a lot when you were single did you like what what would you what would you be how do I phrase this? How would you encourage those who are listening, who are single, and feel like I I'm I don't have a foothold in in society to to help people in in the same way that married people can? Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Because I know you you like you were involved in a church plant and you did a lot mm-hmm. from what I understand yeah. when you were single. Well-
2: yeah I mean, I think one of the, the one of the advantages of being single is not being quite as locked locked down. I say that that sounds negative. I don't mean it in a negative way, right. but you don't have you don't have as many hindrances or barriers in your life. and you're able to kind of like just operating operate according according to the level of freedom and flexibility that you have. So like when I was um, your age, Noah, I when I was twenty, you're twenty three, right? Or twenty four? Twenty three. Okay, yeah. When I was twenty three, I some uh, a friend of mine was planting a church in New Orleans, which was like five hours from where I lived, and I was like, you know what? Like, (laughs) I would really like to be part of something like that. So I just like put in my notice at work and looked for a new job, and then moved. Like three months later, (laughs) yeah, that's really
0: cool. I didn't uh, realize that you did that. That's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, and then um, I stayed there with that church plant for um, for the better part of seven years, wow. and I was able to do a lot. I mean, there were a lot of different um, experiences that I had um, that I think I probably would not have had as a like if I had been married at that age. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I mean, I just, like, explored different parts of the city. Like, every time my lease was up, I'd move to, like, a different neighborhood in New Orleans. And, um, you know, there was even one one of the times when I I lived in a very, like, uh, super hardcore liberal area of the city, like, where there were, like, no kids. So there were, like, no families. (laughs) Like, everybody was, like, single adults or they were, like, in gay relationships or something like that. Mm -hmm. It was, like, super hardcore. And, um, like,
0: I totally would not have fit in, you know, like, if I had like wife kids. <laughs> <to get> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, there were just a lot of experiences um,
1: where I kind of just got to move around a lot, you know, and dip my toes into different things.
2: And in doing so, learned a lot about, like, my myself and my strengths and my weaknesses, you know, which I think helped to foster more of a long-term mindset that, is beneficial you you know that you need to have like when you pursue marriage and you get married you know you can't just like jump around all the time as much as I still still want to Uh, but yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. I mean I just would say when you don't have like kind of like that foothold that stake in the ground you know um, that comes along with like getting married and starting a family like take full advantage of it you know take advantage of the opportunities that you know, come your way.
0: Hmm. That's really good. I think that's, that's definitely helpful to me because sometimes it's easy to get my, you know, get my comfort zone and oftentimes I should say it's easy to want to stay in my comfort zone. Um, but I think it's really important to, to purposefully live as a single. Yeah. What do you think, this is directed to you, Matt, what do you think, uh, how can single people be a blessing to married people cuz i don't think we think much about that i think sometimes it's kind of viewed as like well you're not married so you don't really have much of a say in in marriage or raising kids which i don't i don't really agree with because paul had a lot to say about raising kids um but i don't know do you have any thoughts on that if you don't that's fine
2: <laughs> yeah no i do i uh most of my friends um like in that church plant in new orleans were married and had kids um so i was you know when we moved down there i was only one of two single people in the church um and i think that um well, after a couple of years, and I got past all my like my bitterness and resentment like toward them for being married, <laughs> um, I became like really close with one family in particular. I'm thinking of my friends Clay and Kelly and their two kids. Mm-hmm. Um, became really close with them, and like I I babysit their kids like when they wanted. To you know, get out for a night, or mm-hmm. like when they were they were redoing their house. I took their kids to the zoo. Um, I talked with their kids like about the Lord, and I mean, because I was also teaching like Sunday school, you know, mm-hmm. like in uh, church, um, and just kind of became like a part of like their family. Like I would, I would, they'd always invite me to like the kids' birthday parties and birthday dinners and stuff. It was actually really cool because it would be the kids who wanted me to come, you know, oh, that's like,
1: so cool.
0: hmm.
2: yeah, Kelly Clay would text me and be like, Hey, Caitlin, you know, her 12th birthday is this weekend. She really would like you to come to dinner, you know, with us and our grandparents. Hmm. And, um, I think that really just kind of like, I think that single people can be a blessing to married people by demonstrating their willingness to, um, kind of move towards that family like the family doesn't have to come and chase after you you -hmm. know like as a single person like trying to meet your needs and make sure you're not lonely and stuff but like you can also
0: you know like meet them halfway Mm. like and present yourself to them
2: and and be like i want to love y'all well
0: you know Mm. that's so good i think that's really important it's it's easy for us as single people to be selfish about relationships Mm. um yeah, I love that focus of like serving other people, and I mean, ultimately, it's for it's for the Lord, right? And uh, right. that's that's the church. That's the picture of the church. You're different generations, walks of life. We're all supposed to be encouraging each other and learning from each other.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can think of um, you actually know one of these guys, or you know who he is. I'm not gonna say his name. Because I haven't got permission to
0: do that. (laughs) But, but, uh, like, I know two different single people in my church uh,
2: a guy and a girl. They're both in their 30s. And over the course of COVID, um, like, the girl that I know, like, not only did she sell her house, but even before she sold her house, like, another family that I know, uh, a couple with, I think they have three kids, um, invited her to come and quarantine with them. And so because she lived alone, Mm -hmm. you know, and she lived with them for, I mean, I want to say like six months or something like that. And it was the same with another guy I know, uh, like, and then another couple in my church, they've got four kids and he quarantined and stayed with them and lived with them for six or more months.
0: That's Uh, awesome.
2: Yeah, and just to see, like, the ways that, uh, I mean, even, like, to this day, the the woman that I know, like, she still sits with that family at church and helps with the kids and stuff like that, mm. you know. And uh, just seeing seeing those lives, though they're different, you know, one mm-hmm. person's single, the other person's married, become integrated, like, around Christ and, and, and through the church is just really cool,
0: you know. Mm. Yeah, I think that's really, really, really cool and important to have relationships like that, and especially with other ages, other people, you know, other walks of life, mm-hmm. um, we have so much to learn from each other. Yeah, and for sure. we have so much to offer to each other, and a lot of encouragement in Christ that can come from that, different perspectives, uh, I think that's really important to have. Yeah well we're about our time is about up this is such a good conversation maybe we'll have another episode on it later i really like it part
2: part two two.
0: (laughs) maybe we'll have one on marriage like specifically on marriage like the opposite side of it i don't know we'll see what
1: happens (laughs) maybe when we get married (laughs) i don't know that this podcast will keep going
2: (laughs) Yeah, I have a feeling that when one of y'all gets married, it's going to be
0: a Well, Matt, do you, you don't have to, but do you want to plug anything?
2: Um, No. I mean, <laughs> follow me on Twitter. <laughs> my, <laughs> my Twitter handle is one more Matt, o n e m o o r e n i c t One more One more. Yeah, that's really like all I'm doing. I mean, I have the podcast my thinking thinking for joy. You can go subscribe to that. I haven't recorded a new episode in like a month, but
0: But there's one coming. It's gonna
2: be good. (laughs) Yeah, it's coming. I'm I'm
0: looking forward to it.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you guys should listen to that podcast. It's really good. Um and then yeah, his Twitter is is fun. My dad (laughs) my dad was talking about because I guess you guys are friends on Facebook now. Yeah. He was talking about how he, he loves your uh, your Facebook posts and was laughing at them. Oh, good.
2: I'm, <laughs> yeah. good. I'm here to serve.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, Levi, you got the outro. Yep. Uh, catch us next time here on the Patterson Perspective.